This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm just trying it is an exciting deal. So you, what you're doing is you're going to Road America. What is this song? It's an American soldier Country? by Toby Keith. That's right. Toby's coming back to Iowa, by the way. Toby sucks. Um, Toby Keith sucks. I said it. I know you're not supposed to use you, that word. You alienated a bunch of people there, but we're going to hope that they love motorcycles enough to <laughs> keep weird. listening. We're going to hope they love motorcycles enough. I love this enough. bar. That's a cool song. That's a good one. Just keep. American Soldier, dude. Seriously. That is a great song. I never heard it. It's also, didn't he also do this folded flag? Yeah. I think he did. I mean, like he had a he's mouth full patri- of marbles while nah, he's singing he's it. super patriotic guy. He is very Tony, good. let me loan you another shovel. You need two to keep going. Yeah. Well, if he's going to get to any sizable depth. Anyway, so you're going to Road America, right? <laughs> yep, and I've rented a very oversized with slide-out RV for uh, my own and a couple friends' luxury. I'm too old to sleep on the ground, yep. and I don't like being wet or cold. So, <clears throat> Pardon me, this has power, onboard power, water and everything. Uh, I'll bring my own generator. I didn't rent a powered uh, spot at the track. They have them available, but... Uh, I've got enough it's generators. Extra. I've it's got extra. I've got a generator, and I like the spots where you're not near the power. I'm sure your neighbors with the tents will probably enjoy your generator as well. Uh, I got one of the whiz bang, really quiet ones. You know, it's quieter than me snoring, so it won't be the problem. <laughs> me snoring's a lot worse than my generator. Oh, and where'd you get it again? Who who did you run it through? Uh, this is the second time I've rented from a company called Rungi's Camper Rentals. Up Rungi's? Rungi's Rungi's Rentals yeah, is Rungi's their name. Rentals. They yeah. drive it to the campsite for me. What's it cost? It's not cheap. I got their biggest trailer. You know, it could sleep nine. What does it cost? About a thousand bucks for three nights, including delivery. Okay. Yeah, I wonder because I just got a deal with Good Life RV for Justin Brayton for a hundred bucks. I wish it was a hundred bucks. It was comparable. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, and they're expensive. driving it a long ways and picking it up you and bet. setting it up and they're handling the black water. I don't have to do anything. Yep. Tempor. I just get yeah, out and they drive it away. Be honest, Tony. When Brayton left. And left town. You went into the uh, RV. You went into the the motorhome, and you looked at it, and there was mud everywhere, wasn't there? No. He cleaned it up. It's nice. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, that's Justin Braden for you. Class act all the way. So this guy climbed these uh, four stories, hanging on the balcony in thirty seconds to save the life of a young child. Impressive display. I saw it on the news. Amazing, amazing. And all he got out of it was a pair of new headphones. I think uh, I uh, heard something about yeah. the uh, Prime Minister of France giving him... Uh, Honorary citizenship? Uh, yep, absolutely. That was uh, one. And they also gave him an accommodation. I, I think he's going to be pretty well set for a minute. Well, you know those accommodations. You know what they do. You Hang on t- the wall. Take, take them right to the store and cash them in for food. Uh, anyway, so congratulations to this 22-year-old guy uh, acting very wow. bravery. Uh, being very, very brave. Tony, would you have done that? we got a guy on hold. Would you have done it? I don't even know. What I wasn't even listening. I was t- texting and looking at something on Racer X. Well, Brent, uh, Brent Duffy surely knows about Duff. the story. Pro motocross mechanic. He joined us uh, live down there for the Justin Brayton shootout at Riverside, famed Riverside Raceway. I like that. Famed. I saw famed. Um, that is nice. You know, I added that now. Uh, the famed. I wonder Riverside he wrote Raceway. this because it's, it's trademarked. Nice. And he joins us now. Does Brent Duffy? Brent, how are you? Hey, 
I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Welcome uh, back to the show. It's been almost a year since you've been on. Yeah, uh, good to be back. Good to hear you guys. I know I just saw you a week ago, but good to hear your voices again. Well, we miss you. <laughs> so, uh, Def, let's talk about your... You get paid to go on vacation with, with uh, Justin Brayton since he's not doing the outdoors. You get to just... It's kind of... It sounds like it's a pretty good gig. Yeah, he's got about the best schedule any racer can can have. <laughs> I think I got about the best schedule any mechanic can have. He's got to say, there it is, right there. <laughs> well, talk about the year of the season. I mean, it, it, what a what an incredible season for you guys. And you get to travel yeah. not just across the United States, but overseas too. Yeah, and he the season's been great in America, but our season started back in July last year, and we started riding Supercross and went down to Australia in. September, and we did the whole Australian series. So when we came back to America, and Anaheim started, we had been going at it for a few months already. Sure, but and maybe that's why you guys had such a great season. Yeah, I definitely think it's worthwhile to get down there and get racing and get him, you know, more comfort on the bike. You know, we did some changes over the summer to get ready for the 18 season, and he got to put that bike through a lot of race conditions. So when he came to Anaheim, you know, we were essentially tested, and he was already in the swing of things you know it confused me because he didn't have electric start on his motorcycle and uh down at the racetrack and so he ended up riding mine which I, obviously you know that because you swapped the, the number plates and put a <laughs> put a clutch it, in it and made, made the bike sweet. actually work made um, it sweet but uh what's up with that him not using an electric start motorcycle is it, is it the weight uh yeah the weight is a big factor and uh when we got the bikes in 2017 uh we'd wanted electric start but we got them one month before Anaheim started, uh, so we didn't have much testing time. So we went through the whole season, and we had to go to Australia. So instead of set up the bike differently with the electric start, we had a really good package, and we just ran with that until now the Hondas come with electric start, and they don't have a kickstart option. So we will be electric start from here on out. So it's it's about eight pounds difference from what I hear, um, if that's right. Will you guys, do you think his bike will become, will he use tie on his titanium to lighten the bike up? Yeah, I'm assuming we're going to do a few few other things. We haven't had the, the electric start bike yet, so uh, once we'll get on it soon and start making those adjustments. When, when Duff, when are you guys going to be able to get your hands on that, that bike? And Are you guys going to run an 18 down there, or are you guys going to be able to get a 19? I think the, the talk is right now to get on a 19. But as far as getting on an electric start bike, it's really whenever Justin's vacation ends. <laughs> It's funny, we went bicycling. I didn't see you on the bicycle Saturday. Man, I live on the other side of the state. That was a that was a big drive, and it was nice. We went home, so I'm from eastern Iowa, right by Wilton. So I got to go home for a week, spend time with family. And I rode my mountain bike, and I went to all these tracks that I grew up racing on. So it was fun for me to spend all this time, at, you know, use this trip home as a vacation and actually get to see everyone. How was that? Because I saw some of your Snapchat stuff, and uh, which is great, um, but it looked like you you had fun. I saw the, uh, some of the racetracks, and then saw some of your mountain bike stuff. But it looked like you were just really enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's always good to go home. You know, I I get to do a lot of fun stuff. I get to see a lot of really cool places, but I don't get to go home very often. So I was home for Christmas, and I go home this last week, and. I'll try to get home again before we go to Australia, but we we are traveling a lot and we're always doing something. So 
it's nice to take advantage of coming home and seeing everyone. Now, JB told me he makes you go into the ocean first to check for sharks. Is that true? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm the first one running out there because I see the water and just sprint to it. Can't get enough of the ocean. Kind of like a dog. Not fearful of the <laughs> shark or the uh, jellyfish or any of that stuff. Nope. No, that stuff doesn't bother me. So I guess till it bites you. Right. <laughs> What's the best thing about going over to Australia? I've never been there. I love it. Uh, we get to go all around Europe, and that's fun. I'd never been to Europe until I got paired with Justin, and then he just took me on a world tour, and feels like it's never-ending. And I love going to the different countries, but when we're in Europe, we can't really communicate with people or read the road signs. Him and I were driving around Italy for two weeks, <laughs> and it was, it was fun. <laughs> we got to know each other real well. We go to Australia, and I can communicate with everyone, and it's, it's very similar, but it's very different. Do you pick up a little bit of the accent when you're over there? Uh, you know, I, I try not to pick up the accent because people like the American accent. <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see that uh, Barsha signed up to race for the Aus, the Aus Open, uh, the Australian X Open in Sydney? Yeah, that's gonna be cool. There's that event keeps growing every year. It's that's my favorite event to go to. Wow. The guys do such an awesome job with that race, and I wish I wish they could all be as good as that one, but. Man, it's fun bringing all these uh, superstars like Barsha, Anderson, Wilson, uh, Carmichael, Villapoto was down there. Brayton. Awesome bringing everyone. We had JB. Can't count him out. No, ever. At, even at 34 years old, you can't count him out. How about that? It, yeah, it used to be you crossed the ocean with him and you knew he was going to win. And back to his old ways, even in America. What'd you think? What'd you think of the second annual JB uh, shootout, the Justin Brayton shootout? I thought it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was so much fun. Like, I love coming home to that. I can't wait for next year. It's it's awesome coming home and seeing everyone racing that track. Just seeing everyone and as excited as people seem to see us, we're just as happy to come home and be a part of that. Well, we had rain on Saturday. Oh, yeah, just a little, three inches. But uh, Sunday, but Sunday the racing on Sunday, I watched the videos, and i got to tell you, because I, I had football, but i got to tell you, it looked good. Did you, were you surprised? Did you ever see the start when my dozer was floating? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the starting line was covered. It didn't look like a starting line. It, it was completely crazy. underwater. Yeah. Yeah. They've renamed it. It's now called Lake Starting Line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whole shot. More of a punt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't one of the doubters, though. I never doubted you. I always knew. Never d I've learned a th something years ago. Never doubt Tony Wink or anybody in the Wink family, okay? Yeah, they, the guy's electric bicycle died on the on a beginning of a bicycle ride. He still powered. Dude, I, yeah. it was the worst. He told me about that. <laughs> it felt like a cannonball went off in my butt by the you time I got off to that charge seat. It up or what? I don't know. No, I had Dylan didn't. charge it up. I thought it was all good to go. I threw it in the van. Here's a funny story. Did they tell you about the cop? No. No. Okay, so I'm like buzzing. I'm I'm pinned to get, to get up there, and I'm meeting a, bu a couple boys who have actual road bikes, and we... Uh, I get pulled over <laughs> by a sheriff deputy just north of town, and on a bicycle. On a, and no, no, no I'm no, in my in I'm in my van, and oh, I'm okay. going seventy. And he pulls me over, and he, hey, you know why you stopped? Yes, of course, I was I was flying, and he said sixty seven. I go, oh, actually, I was going faster. <laughs> so we get to talking, and and he said uh, he got registration, and I said no, nah, I somewhere. Let me look. No, nah, I can't find it. And he goes, well, it's been expired since August of last year. Wow. And I said, no, that can't be. I went back and looked, and I said, nah, look it up. He probably just forgot to put the sticker on. 
Nope, I did look it up, and I said, "Well, <laughs> what's the ticket on that? Two hundred fifty bucks." Shut up. So I said, "Man, I got so many vehicles down at the motocross track, and I'm sorry." And he said, "Oh, you have the racetrack." So we get to talking. He said he used to race motocross. Perfect. I said, "You are you into pedal bikes?" Which I'm not, but I have this this uh, electric assist KTM that I got at Hicklin's. And, and he said, yeah, a little bit. I go, you got to check this out. So I get out of the van. I pull the thing out, and I go, ride this thing. And I put it on turbo mode. And he said, no, no, I can't. I said, ride it. I can't. I said, get on the bicycle and pedal this thing. You're not going to believe it. You whipped out his, his, fire, his so, sidearm and, no, I didn't and made him ride the bike. So he gets on the thing, and he's like, whoa, this thing's insane. Isn't it? I got a verbal warning. And a written warning on the registration. Verbal warning on the speed. No ticket. Down the no road. No dollars. And he impounded the bicycle. Nope. Uh, no. Nope. But <laughs> Surprise me and say you went right to the courthouse and got your registration up to date. I, I was going to go today, <laughs> but what, I got busy. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the answer. I I'm not driving, though. I'm driving something else. So, yeah. Something that's actually legal. Brent yeah. Duffy, our guest, uh, pro motocross mechanic for Justin Brayton and JB uh, Racing. You know, we like that guy. And uh, we appreciate you jumping on with us and chatting it up and uh, filling us in on what it's like to go home. Because a lot of folks say you can never go home. I disagree. I think that's perhaps one of the, the best trips you can, you can make at any age, going back to revisit and going back to visit. So it's always good to talk to you, Brent. Great to see you, dude. Um, and you're still wearing the flat uh, flat brim caps? Yeah, still doing it. Sometimes it's backwards. Sometimes it's not off. Got to keep a little sun on the bald head. Okay. <laughs> is you know, I guess I never realized it was bald. Are you yeah. are you bald by choice? I mean, or, or is it like a thinning thing and then you bick it, or what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, that's by genetics. <laughs> but you're running the A class in the plus 30, right? Or the cash class? Hey, and next year I'm coming back to defend my plus 30 win. Yeah. I have a hard time believing you're plus thirty. Why did you get a trophy? Know. That's a money. Was it not a money class with the with no. the best Midwest series? No. Best of Midwest, they didn't pay it. Nope. Oh, that sucks. We sure paid a lot of money. I did get a, a plaque that's going to hang up in the shop. Is, Heck J, yeah. is JB heavy on a four hundred one k program? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he takes care of me. <laughs> okay, that's that's all. Enough, enough said, Brent Duff. Good talking with you, bud. And I uh, hope you have a great rest of your week. Okay. Yes. Thanks, guys. Have fun in Australia. Yeah. Hey, do me a favor. One last thing. Give me a boomerang, would you please? <laughs> get me a boomerang. You can bring him back on. Here we go. Will you get me a boomerang? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about with a boomerang. Yeah. Oh, that... bring a boomerang. Like a yeah, he wants you to bring a, bring one back for him. Yeah. Don't worry about what TSA says, that being a, a weapon or anything. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it considered <laughs> a weapon? It is a weapon. It is a weapon. It's made for killing rabbits. I thought it was a toy. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, can't you just put it killing. in a, like in your... I not... throw one and lose them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. I actually have one. But. We'll have a boomerang demonstration at next year's. Uh, if it comes back, if you're good enough to get it to come back to you, it's going to take your head off. You're dang right it will, especially if you sharpen it. All right. Thanks, uh, Brent. Appreciate that. Fans, thanks for listening to hour thanks, number one. Brent. Coming up, hour number two, uh, Todd Hammock, John Ewart, and uh, Corey Texter. All in hour number two. More with our in-studio hosts as well. Roman Avila, PJ Duran, Bella uh, Avila. Almost said Bella Duran. But uh, Bella Avila, Tony Wink, Scott Casper, thanks to Eddie Kulikamp, Tommy Boy Halverson, and Chris Bishop for their contributions. Jack and Leanne DeLeon have been our producers of Hour Number 1. They'll remain the same for Hour Number 2. Stick around. Hour Number 2 is coming up next. America's Motor Racing Talk Show continues. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? 
I mean really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.